0: All right, plug. We are back. Mr. Kyle Jones Who? was our guest. <laughs> uh, another, we, get, we keep getting this like uh, the, the story of your friends throughout your running and playing days. Man,
1: I was an athlete, bro. I really did this thing. I know a bunch of people that put on cleats and, and uniforms. You know what I mean? Kyle was, uh, was funny. Is we all got to Grambling State together. I had transferred, and I think either—I can't remember if they was transferring in. or We all ended up there together. And uh, I spent my two years on the track team thinking Kyle hated my guts. I was like, man—because he was always like a more—and I got kind of an old soul, but he was really like a one of those people on the team that just was straight business. And you know me, so imagine— 19 year old plug. You know how silly I was And he just be looking at me like Man do you take anything in, in life serious And to years later We hook back up after college And get a tighter bond This motherfucker just as silly as me Come to <laughs> find out But he, he stays kind of to himself If he don't know you And I think this episode Will give a lot of people a chance To see the inside The mind of Cal And be like This dude is crazy
0: yeah man, it was uh Kyle came in and he uh he busted your bones a little bit, which was much appreciated. Absolutely. So y'all enjoy this episode with Mr. Kyle Jones.
1: Yes sir, it's been another episode at the Trophy Case. Cal Jones, welcome to the podcast,
2: my brother. I appreciate the invite, man. Happy to be here.
1: So our our relationship goes back to the hot, sweaty, uh, steamy days in northern (laughs) Louisiana at Grambling State University via the track team. You know, I, I spent a year on the track team with this dude, and I still don't know what you ran. The hell, what, what event did you run? <laughs>
0: no, I'm just i missing. don't understand how track works at all. Bro. So I, the, I don't understand the distances. Oh. I don't understand the baton. Nah. I don't understand. Cal, I don't, y'all are going to have to explain oh sport we will. to me. Kyle, you
1: was, was a sprinter, man. So we didn't, mm-hmm. we was on different sides. I used to just see them and be like, ooh, that sucks.
0: <laughs> that sucks.
2: That part. Man, that's sprinting.
0: Whew. But so you
1: originally, yeah. you from New Jersey,
2: right? Yeah, my, actually, my hometown is Philadelphia, right? Yeah, so I'm I'm a black sheep in my family, but I went to middle school and high school in New Jersey.
1: Went to okay, so, so wait, so you grew up
2: in, half in Philly, half, half in, in Jersey. Philly.
1: So how how that work was your divorce? Your parents say you going with your grandmother for the summer. How did how did that?
2: Nah, so um, my mom's had me when she was in high school. Okay. So my dad was traveling around the world, you know, doing his thing in the military. Okay. okay. Um, he came back when I was like thirteen years old, twelve, thirteen years old, and then we moved over to Jersey with him when she got married to him then. That lasted about three years.
1: So y'all went down the street and was like, Yeah, we're moving the family. Yeah, we're yeah. going we going from what part of Jersey?
2: Um, it's right next to Camden, New Jersey's little spot called Penn I'm, yeah,
1: I'm yeah. familiar with that, but uh <laughs> we'll talk about that later on. But, uh, okay, so you in Philly When did you
2: start running track though? So this is weird, right? I actually started back in elementary school Not running, but jumping okay. And so we had this competition in the, in my elementary school And they would go, alright, um, in the gym class Who could jump over the bar? It was like a makeshift high jump bar, you know what I mean? And um they put everybody in the in the gym, and whoever was you know whoever won, they give them a little treat. Now they wouldn't <laughs> a little let, treat, right, little treat, right? <laughs> like it was puppies or something, right? <laughs> like, you want a Rice Krispie? Right? You want to jump over this bar? <laughs> like all right, let's go. And so normally the fifth graders would win because they were bigger, they were stronger, right? And I'm in fourth grade at this point, and so I I'm, I'm jumping off with this fifth grader. We the last two left, and I beat them. Now they wouldn't even let any fourth graders on the team. They would only let you if you was fifth grade or above, and I beat everybody in the school in the high jump. And my mom fought me, fought for me to get on the team. She was like, "If he beating everybody, why don't you put him on the team?" Your mom
0: made a scene yeah. at the school. No, she, she came up to the school. Yeah. No,
2: legit, she came up to the school. That's what black mamas do. Right. Let's let my baby jump. And so <laughs> she, she was, was
0: out there yelling, "If he can jump higher, I'll
2: let him on the team." That's right, awesome. Way to go, mom. So- he can jump. He did, yeah. and I and I, I jump, yeah, I'll Ma. jump them jokers. And this is when before we did the uh, the Foosberry flop, which is when you go you go backwards, yeah, right? Okay. We What's were going, it we were going we were doing the Western roll. It's called the Foosberry flop or the Fosberry flop, right? This guy created the going over backwards called okay. the Fosberry flop. His last name was uh, I think it was like Fosberry. Fo- Foos- well, you just learned me right? something. Yeah. And I so know. before that, they would do the Western roll. They would go over forward, and so that was it before he created. Um, I believe it was like fifties or sixties. I don't remember honestly, but he was going over backwards, right? And so we were doing the Western Roll back then. And Western rolled my way onto that track team. And my mom got me on there because I beat everybody. And I went out there for one day, and then this girl beat me in the 400, and I quit. <laughs> uh,
1: you got beat? <laughs> yeah. You so, man, the city boys <laughs> lost that day.
2: Come on, bro. Hey <laughs> man, I didn't know anything about track and field. They was just like, I thought I was just gonna come out there and jump. You know, they like, nah, you gotta run. I was like, run? What? I didn't That's know. a
0: big difference. Yeah. Running and jumping ain't the same.
2: You forgot all about the track part. He just wanted to feel. I just, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know anything. They just said, like, man,
0: a run. I can just. You're just standing <laughs> out there going, I can jump. Right. I didn't tell y'all I can run. <laughs> right, I, I just was here to jump.
2: So the irony is I was actually the third fastest kid in the school. Oh, so, wow. Right? Behind two fifth graders. But I didn't want to run. They made me run around in these dirt tracks. And I was like, I don't like this. Nah,
0: it's right? not fun. Running
2: it wasn't. Ain't fun. It wasn't. So I get back, and I'm at middle school, though, now, man. So we, I moved over to Jersey. So this was back in Philly when I was in fourth grade. But I moved over to Jersey. And my gym teacher, Mr. Collins, never forget him, he said, hey, um, you got a nice stride. Basically, how far your legs are apart when you're running.
1: See, he would have to say no, homo
2: on that. Right, exactly.
1: he would have to say pause, <laughs> right?
2: pause, right. And me and my me and my best friend we would race every day at gym, and so that's how he got me onto the track team. I won uh, six gold medals in two meets at the state championship. One was a relay meet, the other one was regular meet. So oh, wow. uh, I became a state middle school state champ that whole year, I'm and that and the, the story change. goes on from there, man. You
1: fell in love okay. with it. I fell in love with it. So, you get to high school. So, what's uh, – like, my high school, I was basketball player. So, I always thought I was going to the NBA. So, I ran track because my girlfriend was on the track team. Mm-hmm. And I just so happened to be like, I can run far and I don't mind. And I think I might can get to school to do this. But you, as somebody who grew up running, mm-hmm. participating in track and field, like – so, in high school, I'm sure you was probably one of the top dogs. Like, was you getting recruited, mm-hmm. like – Kind of walk us through that process because I missed all of that. I just I made I got I earned my own scholarship. I was like, hey, I can run. Y'all need somebody. Y'all a black school. Y'all ain't got no distance running. What's up?
2: So like, <laughs> so your 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 path was a little different. <laughs> it was. It was a little rough. And so I'm I'm in love with this sport at this time, man. And and working my way through high school, um, what, I wasn't. What defenses. did
0: you like? What did you really like about it? Like, what was it that you that you just connected with.
2: You know what? I think it was the push against yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was the camaraderie. Our team was real close. Okay. And That's and a big help. We challenged each other. Team. Right? Track teams are really close. Some of them. I hadn't been on that. I've been I've been blessed. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't real close with a lot of people on our grandland team. Bro, we hold that we going to yeah. talk about. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah. I thought you hated me. I was like this dude really? hates me. Like when I first got cuz you you have always had this serious demeanor. And you kind of, you come across like, have like real, like a serious. I didn't know you was silly and had like a sense of humor too. We was out of school. You was just always like, just, y'all always playing. Take this shit. And we was always fucking around. You know what I
0: mean? I was like,
1: kind well, yeah, though, like- because
0: you got a guy. That loves this shit. Yeah. That takes the shit serious. And I'm just y'all over there finger banging in the goddamn <laughs> blitches, Paul. Yeah, he's pissed off. Yeah. Spitting. Yeah. I'm, yeah, he's gonna be mad at you. Good on him. Good yeah. for you being a good teammate. So right. you, so fuck you, Paul. So
1: your high school team. I'm gonna whoop your ass,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But that's why he just said it, man. I love track. I, yeah. I took it serious, and you're like, why are you so bent out of shape? Uh! Yeah, because right. you were dicking off.
2: Where yeah, we was, we get we'd all play. day long. And get yeah. me in trouble
0: all the time,
1: oh. bro. We, well, we. So, gonna.
0: so y'all went to Grambling at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's how we met.
1: Yep, that's how that's where we met. Okay. So, so yeah. in high school, so you, you, did you ever win the state championships or?
2: So I was part of our state championship four by four, our relay. Okay. Right, and then so weird story about that though, I wasn't actually supposed to be on that relay. Somebody and so hurt. no. Not at all, right? You would damn, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> 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 like you, boom, you got it because you got somebody here. Nah, so I'm, I'm actually at this point, um, in my junior year, and I'm running the goddamn 400 hurdles. Oof. How long four hundred meters? Four hundred meter hurdles. It's one how lap around long, with ten hurdles.
0: How and how long is I need miles, man? I ain't Okay, I grab, so it's a quarter of a mile. French. Nuts, what? It's a quarter you said of a mile. That. Okay, a
2: quarter uh, of a mile. Twenty five percent of a mile, right? That's oh. a long way. So it's it's now you're your over nuts obstacles. in jeopardy. Your nuts are in jeopardy. Only if you're stupid.
0: <laughs> and how many hurdles have Ten. Ten holes. How far, so how far are they spread out feet wise?
2: Um, so if you do on average, there's about three hurdles every one hundred meters. So maybe thirty meters, I believe, somewhere around there. About thirty meters thirty meters away. How many feet each. is that? I, man, I
0: <laughs> About, about <laughs> I can't
2: think meters. I'm, I'm thinking like meter. A meter is like three feet, right? So just multiply it by like three point three or something See, like math, that. See,
0: They always people got you doing math. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so That's think why it's, I came
1: forward. This maybe is
2: maybe like ninety to hundred feet. That's this is the like first that, right? time I've
1: used math since I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, you don't really use trig. Did yes. you ever have to use trig? I never even took trig.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, I had to use it once as an electrician, and then I quit that job. Now nah, you so got to use this triangle shit. Fuck this. Y'all not playing me man. enough
1: to be using trig. No. Nah. Nah.
2: Right, so, I never got there. So I'm in. Nah. I'm in. The, I'm in the 400 hurdles. Right. This okay. 400 so meter 400 hurdles is basically 10, tra- 10 hurdles all the way around the track. And right? you got to so,
0: sprint as fast as you can and, and jump hurdles. <laughs> yes. So what do you th- what do you think about when you're like not before, not after, just while you're doing this shit? Are you? I mean. Is it just this focus where it's quiet? Or are you just like, God damn, I hope I don't fucking bust my ass. Yes, <laughs> like, and yes. I mean, what? Is, like, what are you? Are you? Are you thinking about the competitors behind you, or are you just what was? What was in your head during you the running? hurdle race, or yeah. just running during the race? The yeah, let's
2: talk about the hurdle race. Yeah, during this hurdle race, yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. not to die because okay. I'm an average hurdler at this point. Okay. Right, but I'm fast in between, which is why they threw me in it. And I, can, ah, I can just keep up.
1: You can catch. And I almost killed
2: myself up. one time over the, cause my leg was, I was going up with the wrong leg and I wasn't used to going up with the, the wrong leg. And I, I jumped like Mario over that mug and I came down and my feet was still going. And my body was like, hey, what's happening right now? And I paused oh, in I... midair and I almost had to do a barrel roll to keep myself going. Oh, shit. So anyway, I'm running these things all year long right? And I'm getting my butt whooped because, again, I'm just an average hurdler, but I can well, just kind of hard run in between. to jump over shit, man. Once it's just in train. life.
0: If you got to get over <laughs> something, that shit can <laughs> yes. be difficult. It is. So, running as hard as you can and then having to jump, like, that just that takes a lot out of you
2: well it's it's a it's a pace and it's a it's a process to it right and so they trained us on the pace and the process i just wasn't that great at it okay right so i'm i'm working i'm not flexible at and all. and you're right? still
0: thinking man i can
2: jump why am i running and jumping mm-hmm. so i'm a, i'm going to get to that i'm actually i'm actually one of the best high jumpers on the team at this point hell yeah yeah right okay i'm running the goddamn hurdles and i'm just in there all season long getting my ass toe out the frame i mean they whooping me all year long and i'm pissed <laughs> off man because I'm like man I want to run what I want to run you know maybe the 1 2 or the 4 like the sprint races right and so we get to the end of the season and we've been getting beat by this team Egg Harbor Township I'm gonna call them out they were they were fast right That's a terrible name It is the name of a city Egg what is Harbor mistaken? Township Egg Harbor Township Egg
1: yeah. Yeah, in, in Pennsylvania they got town No this is
2: in New Jersey this oh. is in North Jersey okay. I think or Central Jersey somewhere around there But these guys they they've been beating us they beat us at the Penn Relays they beat us in all these different places. So Coach is like, hey, I've got to shake something up. You know, we got to find a way to beat these guys. And we're headed into the state meet, and Coach has me, my best friend, and two of the current legs on that relay race off at practice. I happen to get one of those legs because I have been running the hard race of the 400 hurdles all year long. Ah. So I haven't run the 400. I have been running the 400 hurdles, which is infinitely more difficult than the open what? 400. Okay. <laughs> Um, it, it's like So because it, you
0: trained up so much on something that was so much harder. Right. Yeah. When you went to just do that one thing, you were yeah. like fucking I was ready Forrest to go. Gump out yeah, there. Yeah. And I didn't
2: even know. Flying. So we get out there, and we're at the state meet. They threw That's me on cool. the relay. And the team that had beat us by a half a second, we beat them by a second. Okay. Because my leg, the guy was normally running about 51 seconds. I came out there and ran a 49. Yeah. Popped okay. him. And we bust them, but we bust their head wide open, right? And so we win the state championship. End up going to the meter championships on top of that, and um, that's with all the schools, all the best from the best. And we ended up placing the top six
1: oh, in that
2: on that relay. And so, phew. that's a hell of an accomplishment. Man, listen, it was my team, man. But I, you know, we worked our ass off, real tough.
1: Man, people do not understand when someone says they worked their ass off track wise. Yeah. That's, that's a whole Basketball You work your ass off yeah, You're getting up It's two a days You're running a lot You're shooting extra free throws Bitch with track That's a whole
0: You know what I noticed About track too Is that everybody on track They, were like, they all had good grades Not me Like our, that was, At our school like they were, It was the smart kids Were on track
1: yeah. Nah, Nah. Nah, not me. Nah, uh no, not not. well, it where then y'all then were at Grambling. At. there might have been a few exceptions, but me, I was in that bitch, uh just trying to just trying to get by, just to get <laughs> by, just to get by. <laughs> I was I so, live in there. So place.
0: y'all y'all met at Grambling and were y'all the same year, freshman at the same time? No.
2: I got down near How I did w- you end up at Grambling? I, I came from junior college. What yeah. about which one? Um, I went to Mercer County College in Trenton, which was a horrible ass experience because that was the first time really in encountering racism. Really? Yeah. That was. With the school or
1: just the town? No, just the town.
2: Like there's this, Ah. there's this little city called Chambersburg, which sits
1: outside of Trenton. That sounds like nowhere anybody should be.
2: It shouldn't. But this is, this is literally right on the outskirts of Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton, New Jersey is the blackest goddamn city in, in New Jersey. You be shot in Trenton. Yeah. You, you fuck around and say the wrong thing to somebody. Somebody's going to DDT you in the middle of the street. <laughs> this is a hard fast town, and in Chambersburg, it was so racist. It was so racist, and we but that's were. It's in New Jersey. It's in New Jersey.
0: So then, not the South.
2: No, no, this isn't the South. I yet.
0: thought only racism was in the South. I don't know who the hell
2: told you that. Oh, okay. because the way they called us everything under the sun, but but the name of God, you know, but the son of God out there. Yeah. So we are there. Listen, this is this is when I found out racism because my school was mixed, very very mixed. You know what I mean? And we did not. Um, have any issues with black white asian hispanic nothing man we all clicked we all hung together even our teachers today say we were a weird class because we were so very very tight we still talk today all of our class right so we get to chambersburg and i'm there with some some guys that i ran against in high school because we didn't do our grades so we're at junior college and across the street we had to go to the payphone. this is back before they had cell phones man we didn't have that we didn't have was our phones pay up phone? yet. We went to the payphone. So we went as a group because it's dark, right? Yeah, I'm old as hell, right? <laughs> take I don't remember the payphone. Phone. We get back, the car breaks We come down. back home. Got to
0: use the payphone.
2: It, it was crazy. We get back home, and well, this this cop pulls us over and was like, "Hey, somebody said you was harassing him. It was some some Caucasian dude had reported us talking about we was harassing him outside the bar." All he was doing was making a phone call. He was scared and thought we was going to do something to him. He didn't want to come up to the bar. So he had called the cops on us to come harass us. And they hemmed us up on the wall, man, yeah. for like 30 minutes. Dude, I was scared for my life, man. My man had his hand on his gun and everything. I say, man, this is harassment, man. He said, I'll show you harassment. I'll take you in this car and beat your ass. Dude, you're a cop. Like, what the hell? Yeah. The next day, we come back to our place from school. We got this note on our, uh, uh, our spray paint on our um, porch floor. It says, "Go home, Niger." We stepped back. And said, "Go home, Niger."
1: Called y'all the country. He called y'all the <laughs> whole country. That's how much respect he had for y'all. He called yeah, y'all a country. And it's
0: really weird that such a profession attracts white supremacy so much as the police. I just bro. never. It's just you're so stupid. Well, you know, his black <laughs> people so we running? Really, someone should do a study, yeah.
2: bro. I it, think it's. I think it's a, I think it's a um, maybe it's a, a competition, right? You got the fastest black people in the world. And they got to see if they can catch him. I mean, that's I Olympic. Ain't
1: never thought about that. Yeah,
2: that's an Olympic event, well, right
0: that there. Well, that was how it started.
1: <laughs> hey, man, y'all are so funny. Y'all is hilarious. So, how long was you at? Uh, um, well, this sounds like a it's mental institution that you was it, at. It was, track. it was. It was
2: just a JUCO, man. And my one of my former teammates uh, was was down there at Gramlin. And he told them about me. I'm at junior college nationals and running. And they were like, "Hey, we want you to come down and run." Cool. That's how I ended up down at Grambling in 2000. Okay. I had actually taken a year off, and um, that year, while I was off, um, before I went back to before I went back to compete, I actually ran against Dan Maurice Green. Man, Maurice Green was a former world record holder in the hundred. Where did this oh. happen? At and the how Relays. bad did you get smoked? Oh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I could have dressed up I as mean, a pack his, of cools. He smoked me so yeah. bad. He's,
0: got, he's even got a cool name,
2: Maurice Green. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, yeah. the Green yeah. Machine.
1: that's yeah. like a track or porn name, Maurice yeah. Green. Like, yes, Maurice Green. That sounds like you just slaying bitches. Like, bro, you ran against Maurice Green?
2: We did, man. And it, we we were running what's called a four by 200. Basically, everybody runs a half a lap around Ooh. the track and hands it off. Okay, okay. so it's you don't a baton It's a relay race. You don't see that race that much. No, you what? don't, man, but they run it up north a lot. And so I'm lined up. My coach was like, hey, just come run West. We need a leg. I'm off. I'm just a dishwasher at this point. I was out of school. I was living in my mom's house up in Jersey. I'm like, man, I got to figure out something. something. Right. My coach was like, hey, come run. I know you're trying to get back into it. I'm running. And so I just get out there. I haven't ran in months. And he's like, I know you still got the speed. Just come out here and train. Just get out here and and, and run on the relay. And uh you can tell when you're out of shape for Listen, something too, oh, sir. And you Fast. can tell
0: quick, rapid real up. quick. We
2: rapido. <laughs> I've stepped. I stepped out on the track, and I'm. I'm getting my steps. Normally, we have to like take steps to try to make sure we get the get the How, how correctly,
0: long had it been right? since you'd been in running
2: shape? It has been. A, it was been a couple of months, right? It was a, okay. Yeah, it's a couple of months. I had just taken a semester off because I was just trying to figure out life. Right, I was all over the place. Yeah. And Maurice Green steps on the track for Team USA. <laughs>
0: Washing dishes,
1: I man. was just washing dishes at Perkins Diner, and now you are standing next to a man <laughs> with medals.
2: Right, this man's a gold medalist in the 100 meter dash at this point, and Life I'm like, you fast, I, I said, "Mo, what you doing? I'm about to run the football too." <laughs> no, the hell you ain't. Not this heat. You in the next heat? No, I'm getting ready right now. Man, they beat the shit out of us. Man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, you just, you knew there was picture. just no even, you didn't even have hope. It was yeah. just like, how bad is it going to be?
1: You yeah. just look at the man at the start shoot the gun. Yeah. Just shoot yeah. the
0: that gun. Like, we just can't quit. Let's I watched that dude
2: with. I watched that dude run 19, 19.1, I believe it was, around the track, man. 19, man, going half a, half a track running 19 seconds around the track. Man, <sighs> That is, yeah. I can't. Dude. I don't That's think my, my feet could generate that kind of speed. No, you hear what I said. I said I watched him run around the track. I was on the track.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were in the corner. Can I get Gatorade, please? Man. Gatorade.
1: And what's so funny, I knew exactly what you was going through in that moment. Because no matter how fast he was running, it was still in slow motion. The you man. was looking, you like, damn! Look at the veins in his legs. Right. Damn, he moving fast. Damn, <laughs> you're like, damn! Is his feet really going? I exactly what I was
2: like. <laughs> I damn, that motherfucker moving. Yeah,
1: I played against a guy that went that played pro ball, and he had, he could jump. All- <laughs> On top of the gym. And I just remember like him catching Uli Utes and Alley Utes, and we just being like, Yeah, dad, his jersey show fit nice. He look, <laughs> look at them shoes. They look so good in the air. Like it was just slow motion every yeah. time. Bro, okay, so you got to Graham and we got there at the same time. Man. Yeah. That makes sense now.
2: I was supposed to be a junior that year.
1: I was that was actually my sophomore year, because I had left Fort Valley and transferred. I missed the team, and don't get me wrong, like, Fort Valley was, my my teammates was was dope. Like, it was a great experience. I just missed the team mm-hmm. because I was the only middle and distance runner. Everybody else was sprinter. So, my coach was just like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Just go figure some shit out for practice. And I'm like, bro, what? What? Right. And so, that's what made me transfer. I'm like, I got to go join a team. So, I reached out to one of the greatest Track coaches in, like, man, this dude is a fucking legend. Bertrand Lavelle. Absolutely. The Trinidadian pimp. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I coach was banging more bitches than us, and he was 70. When we was in college, he was banging more bitches than us. Times 10. If I can get Tonka on this bitch, bro, we're going to do numbers. But anyway, so I get there. We get there, grambling. I bet you
2: was like, this
1: heat, nigga, who didn't tell
2: me? No, I was like, where the fuck is the track? Yeah, talk but, about that. No, because I didn't I didn't know. I had never visited Grambling. Me neither. Right? And so my boy Marvin, he's like, yo, just come on down. I wasn't even in school. This is a crazy shit, right? Well, oh, Marvin, so. <clears throat> I was actually supposed to go to Coppin State. Well, originally I was supposed to go to West Virginia on scholarship, but I couldn't get into school because I was stupid in high school, right? I didn't do my work. <laughs> That's a whole other goddamn story. So I ended up at Juca. I was supposed to go to Coppin State in Maryland. I had signed my letter of intent and everything. And uh, the boy was Marvin. He's like, yo, just come on down. We're going to have fun. You're going to get in school. Don't worry about it. Man, it's the middle of the damn summer. I just hopped in the car with him. I ain't have shit with me. I just grabbed some clothes out my, out my room and just jumped. Rolled down the Gremlin 20 goddamn hours. 20 hours in the car. Get there. And they like, I'm, I'm trying to get to school. And I get them like, man, let me go see the track. Let me go see the track. It's a big ass dirt circle with weeds in the middle. That's the track. <laughs> like, what the bro, fuck is this? Rocks. That shit. Oh,
0: so that's what Dion's talking about.
1: Bro, that shit. I'm talking about HBCU facilities. They've gotten a lot better. Grambling has the stepped their shit up since. Thank God. But bro, he ain't lying. No. Like, don't fall, bitch. <laughs> If you fall, you might hit a goddamn
2: rock that is protruding from the track and bust your fucking head open. Ow. Be- yeah, bro. And you're still jumping? No, I, I didn't jump down at Gremlin because we had some seven-foot jumpers. I wasn't yeah, jumping with those yeah, guys. Okay. Yeah, Right? I'm just a sprinter at this point or whatever. I- okay, so your mom yelled yeah. and got you jumping. Right.
0: Then you started jumping and running. Right, and now at this point, you're just running, just running, okay. no hurdles, no, no hurdles, and you're in love with it at this point though. I still love the
2: sport, man. Okay, I absolutely I still love it to this day.
1: You know okay. what, y'all do? You, I will say, most of my teammates from Gremlin y'all still keep up. y'all keep me in the loop with track. I don't even be knowing it's no Pan American Games. I don't be doing none of this shit. <laughs> it's like. Bro, Cal might be like, Bro, just ran a 43. I'd be like, Bro, I didn't even know it was track beat going on, bro. <laughs> he's still,
0: yeah, he ain't bullshitting.
1: He so loves this shit. Okay. I just used it to get to school for free because my mom was like, You better do something.
0: So. And you're like, I can run.
1: Yeah, I was like, Let me figure it out. But yeah. he loves it. That's a big difference. But that's yeah. why I wanted to bring you on is like to get that perspective of like the love of track and field. Well, like, that's why
0: I'm asking so many ridiculous questions. Yeah, it man, it's not ridiculous. Like a lot of folks. Or don't know, yeah, because like I said, like at art school, it was just the smart kids, it is, and man. no one went and watched them. Yeah. There was no one at our track, meet. it was empty. You would go by, and it's just an y'all who ju- the white who yeah, out there.
1: it was
0: just a bunch of white kids running. Where and now, where was this? this? This was in Loganville, uh, like Georgia. Yeah, that's Yeah. Okay. yeah lo- oh, yeah. I said it. Like uh, you probably should know where
1: Loganville is. Probably a place a little similar to that place in uh, that yeah. you experienced. What, you, know, what some, you doing
2: around yeah, here, boy? One of them, yeah. You
1: know, when it's, so it's six o'clock. Okay, I'll see you next time. All right, <laughs> <laughs> get on the road. <laughs> 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 no disrespect, but uh, uh so yeah, Alright, bro the track the Grambling track team was so wild bro it Grambling was a wild experience anyway Absolutely. like you from the north you from the east coast you in the south like what was that experience? I'm from the south so I knew what I was coming to mm-hmm. you know what I mean what what was that experience it had to have been a culture shock bro it, was, it had to be
2: it was it was different for me and the reason why it was different for me cuz I came from a team that was real we were tight knit mm-hmm. you know what I mean we went to football games together we hung out together we talked all the time and and when I got to Grambling, it was cold. It was just, man, mugs taking supplements and talking shit. Like, yeah, I beat you. Motherfucker, you on 17 drugs. (laughs) Of course you did. You just drank a pint of gasoline. (laughs) No wonder your ass running around the track so fast. Now, I ran clean. I never touched a single substance. Me neither.
1: Right? I I (laughs) wouldn't know what to take.
2: I mean, uh, I would have known. I just didn't. Kyle is like a local politician that
0: that made it to Congress. And he's walking in like, you motherfuckers are doing this. (laughs) What? You can't sell out the people this way, yeah. and you're
2: and y'all. Are. I felt like that man. I felt like they was cheating the system, man. But I ain't even gonna call them out. You do what you do. I'm not. I'm yeah. not here to judge you, right? Yeah. You gotcha. That's come back to you eventually. You know, your body turned on you sometime. Absolutely. Because right, my goddamn it, when I turned thirty, my check knees like came on. So. Well, I
1: check knees. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's
2: just, it's of that jumping, yeah. right? So when I got there, the grambling, it was just like, man what the hell is wrong with these people? Why don't they like hang out? Why don't they talk to each other? Why don't they? But then you would have these small cliques of people. Yeah. They didn't like me because I was, I was uh, about to date one of their, their friends and she was a big party. Right. This is before I got married. Like right? she was my first wife, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and yeah. so um, we ended up just dating and stuff like that. They didn't like me because we stopped partying. You know, and
0: you're talking about dudes on the team. Yeah,
2: dudes on the team didn't like me because I took one of their friends, and we would just we we stopped partying. We got heavy into the church at that time, but the whole dynamic of the track team that ruined it for me, man. Like, if I'm trying to do something better with my life, and you hate me for it, that shit drove me. I didn't even want to be around a team at that point.
0: Yeah, well, that yeah, you sense. can't be around people that are that like that. That's not good for you. It was so you were. Yeah, you're right. Crazy story, bro. Before I came to grandma
1: somebody reached out to me that knew your ex wife, right? Mm-hmm. And they was like, "Man, I went to school with y'all. and She fine, man. Like you should hook up with her when you get to grandma It's that's what's so funny. And when I got there, I met her, and I was just like, "She cool?" But we <laughs> just it was never like. You from Atlanta? I'm from Atlanta. I'm cool. See you at track. Right. Practice. <laughs> It was, it was, so that's football. He ended up marrying. That's yeah, hilarious. That was, <laughs> I mean, did y'all date down there?
2: We did. That was low key. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Yeah, we did. And that was a whole ordeal, but I'm not getting all that. Um. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> so, so
0: you, you go in and you're just like, well, this team sucks. Like, because you left it such a tight knit team. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're, you're thinking that it's going to be like this everywhere. Everywhere I go is going to be a. Probably a good team, and then you get here and it's just a bunch of shitheads. Yeah. Yeah. So did well, you, was Pl- was plug there yet? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, I got there
2: Okay, yeah, he was there. I and I, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not I don't want to say that they were horrible people, right? They were we were young, well, I'm we just, were, we're I'm partying. Just saying, like, you know that's what I mean? I said
0: shitheads. They're just yeah. they're just kids, you know, like just just it wasn't like a, a team. It was just right. some shitheads. It was it was <laughs> well, a group I'm of individuals. People, right. I think, you, I think
1: you nailed it. More so, you know, with the whole it was a lot of clicks, you know what I mean you had you literally had that it was like a click every every click it was like you Willie Marvin, right, just like y'all, y'all all grew up together, so it was like the East Coast crew, then you had like the crew of girls from that that takeia and like that little crew then you had me and my crew, we all like the Atlanta, the Alabama Leon, and all them we all from Alabama Mississippi, Florida, so we you know what I'm saying it was just mm-hmm. that's how it was, but we would all come together when we needed to be. Right. Now, I would say that. Yeah. Now, don't let somebody talk some shit from Southern somewhere. we going to all get on that ass then. We're going to come together then. You know <laughs> what I mean? But so, but I, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what the hell you mean. Well,
0: that's kind of like the whole – that happens a lot when you leave a – especially if you're in a smaller town or something. Then you get to college, and then there's just – because there's more people – You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. you're just used to that tight-knit thing, and then you get there, and it's just like, it's just not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't that big. It's just not the... But it was it bigger yeah. than the town you grew you grew up in? It was, or about, or was about no, it was actually smaller. Yeah,
2: okay. Grandma is. Yeah, it was, the it, city was is, it, it was it was it was smaller. It was about the same, okay. right? It was really, because like you just I didn't even know there was a city named Grandma. First of all, that, that <laughs> I was like, what the hell? There's a city for real? And you just you get off the exit and then you just ride and you ride past about two or three gas stations. And then this small two or thing. One? Yeah. No, you? it's two or three of them now. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, remember because you had one on the left side that served all the blue motherfuckers, remember? And then you had the one on the right.
1: I just remember the one on the right with the with the churches.
2: Oh maybe I think it was a gas station. I just felt like it was. And maybe they just served the drinks over there.
1: I remember you get off the exit, you go to the left, it's a gas station on the right, a churches, a club, bus stop, Grambling.
2: Yeah, you're right. But the bus stop was in Grambling. <laughs> that was it was just, you would big. ride over the hill and then all of a sudden bam, there was a school. So what the hell? And it was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. If you keep riding past the school, cows. Yep. That's it.
1: And racism. <laughs> then you run into Rustin. More well, racism. More racism. <laughs> and Carl Malone daughter. She was there. I remember when I first heard Carl Malone daughter was at Rustin. I was like, bro, I'm finna go get her pregnant, bro. <laughs> she finna go there. She was? Yeah, she was there. I didn't know that. So yeah, man. So Gramlin was 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 an interesting time. Now, we did have to spend a lot of time together outside of running. <laughs> I know where you because going with this. we was uh, a part of this. So in college you got fraternities, you, right? You got sororities fraternities. We had a track fraternity that I had no idea was even a thing till I got to Grambling. And it was like this you kind of had to do it. It was like the track team's hazing.
2: Right. Pretty much. They don't they don't haze on what you talking about? This no hazing. Anymore. Yeah, well.
1: <laughs> whatever. It was their version of your initiation to the track team, there you right? Go. And it was called T t Like a real fraternity. And we had names and we had to fucking go out some nights in the middle of the night and do dumb shit. It was the it was. But I think it was the turning point for all of our relationship because we had to do it together. So you're forced to hang out with these people and like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's when I realized Kyle wasn't a tight ass. Like I thought he was. I was like, this
2: dude is just. Don't have no fun.
1: But then we did that T5T. I was like, oh yeah, he,
2: yeah, he, he had fun. What's funny is, man, you're not the first person to say that. Everybody <laughs> says I have this RBF, like this breasted yeah. bitch face. Yeah, you got that. Like I look like I look unapproachable, and I'm like, i ain't gonna say I'm, I'm. i am nice? I don't know how, 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 did my, how did my boy put? it? He said, you're friendly, but you're not nice, or you're nice, but you're not friendly. One or the other. I can't remember what he said. I was like, what's the difference? He was like, you're approachable. People can talk to you, but you're not a nice guy. I was like, that makes Banks. sense. <laughs> you like, thanks. Or is it, or is it I'm, I'm friendly, but I'm not a nice guy? People always got some shit to say, don't they? I didn't mind it because it made sense to me because I am I got a mean streak, but I don't, I, don't, I don't want to be intentionally mean to people. I've heard that right? about me, though. So makes I get sense. that all the time. People say you look like about to just tear somebody's face off. And generally, you have to walk around like that in Philadelphia. Shit, you better do that in Atlanta. Yeah, well, man. I'm not I'm not really, I don't get, you know, and no offense to ATLians, right? But when people tell me the hood, all about the hoods in Atlanta, and I drove through them, I was like, y'all got all y'all windows and doors.
1: Yo, yeah, it's
2: y'all got grass. What yeah.
1: the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's a big difference.
2: Fuck <laughs> okay, you, man. Your porch light
1: working. Shut <laughs> up. You ain't going through nothing. You yeah, ain't bro. even
2: got crack needles on your front step. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you talking about?
1: Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> bro, I wish I could find my T-Fi t-shirts. I will still wear that shit to this day just so people could be like, what? the hell is that? I, I don't know what I did with mine. I don't know. We didn't move so much since I got out of grandma and that shit probably is in a landfill somewhere. It's probably at a Goodwill in like it, Arkansas somewhere. There,
2: there's some fat yeah, lady it's like
1: a Mexican boy. working on a car somewhere. Just <laughs> wearing that T5T. It says, Baby, one of Baby's kids. That was my name. That's yeah. how much of an ass I've always been. One of yes. Baby's kids. You
2: earned the shit out of that name. Oh, though. Yeah,
1: I used to be Bucket. Yeah, yeah. It was fun though. Wow. I would say that was, shit was fun, man. Looking back on it, that was some of the best times of my life, man. I didn't even know funny. it. Look, just college, just the whole. Yeah, you was around for one of my lovers' quarrels. I was involved with. Remember the whole uh, was
2: was that the, uh
1: talking and. Yeah, you remember the little triangle I was in? I'm going to bring them all individually, so we'll tell them stories then. Okay, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to Shit think. you used to get heated on that bus
2: sometimes. You. Oh, oh, goodness. No, I, I do remember uh, one of our teammates, and I don't know. You might have been there still. I do remember one of our teammates finding somebody in his girlfriend's room and chasing him across campus. Hmm. He Wasn't was, me. He was my roommate. <laughs> yeah.
1: but well, it was yeah. a lot. It was... Kind of what we was talking about before we started the podcast. It's the work husband thing. It's yeah. like if your girlfriend is on the track team, you <laughs> gotta realize every weekend she is going out of town. No, but they both was on the track team. What other? Well, I'm just saying in general <laughs> it makes it crazy. yeah, this of course. But we used to. We all was swapping pussy. Like it was so bad. Like we all was just fucking. Just yeah. Chick would be chick would be. Well no, you 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 back you backed out. You backed out. You got out the race. But yeah, bro. It was a couple of us. It was just like, she might as well leave my hotel room and come down here when we on the road. But it yeah. was like, bro. That was wild. Yeah, wild. They used to all try to hide like they wasn't doing it, bro. You missed out, boy.
0: Well, no,
2: nah, man, no. Nah, y'all nah, can keep calling. It sound like Kyle got married in college. Almost, man. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, I used to walk past rooms though and see some wild stuff. Like, Kyle, y'all not gonna close the door. Kyle at all.
0: was uh, Russell Wilson of your track team. Hilarious. He <laughs>
2: he, was, yes. he, had, he wanted his own office and shit. Like, y'all were a bunch of damn. However, bro. I wasn't always like that. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, man. I don't know what the hell got me down. I started. I got into the church. That's and, what did it. And then that was just like, <laughs> like oh yeah, well, I guess that makes sense, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So did you do you remember, man? How hard? that we worked so hard that year to win the SWAT, bro, and they didn't give us no ring.
0: No. What? That's one. Hold I on, c- y'all won as a team, and y'all didn't get yeah. a ring or a, a trophy or a championship cross country.
1: A lot of okay. a lot of like what Dion was talking about. Like it's so much corruption at HBCUs. It's corruption that Duke and Georgia Tech, but they got more money to play with. And so when you got infinite resources, damn near, it's a lot easier to hide corruption. But when it comes to HBCUs, bro, like y'all scraping the barrel, the football team won. And the school literally told us we we can't afford to buy y'all no rings. No,
2: I remember that shit, The football team
1: was the priority. And I was like, Pastor Troy had a song out at the time called Running for Nothing, and we used to play that shit. Me and Kareem used to play that shit every morning before track practice. We'd be like, bro, what the fuck are we going down here for? Why are we doing this? Yeah,
0: that just killed y'all's morale and completely. And then I was,
1: I was selling weed, and I was making – I started making so much money selling weed, I would lose money to go to track meets. That's why a lot of the times I wouldn't come on the weekend. I would just play Hurt. I was just like Thursday. I would go to practice, and I'd be like, "Coach, man, I fucked up my leg." He'd be like, "Oh, okay, just stay here." And I would be there, fucking selling pounds of weed. Y'all would be going to Texas Relays, no,
2: try, trying to get by on fifty dollars a per diem yeah, for the weekend, bro.
1: They would give you like fifty dollars and be like, "Figure it out. You're right. here for four days, huh?" You better have some family in town.
2: Don't go to the mall and get the Chinese food. You're gonna be starving the rest of the weekend. Or sick yeah.
1: and can't miss your <laughs> event. Bruh, like running for a black school, like running, participating athletics at an HBCU is a totally different experience. I wouldn't trade it and I'm not speaking against it. I say plenty you should go and get the opportunity. You know, I feel like. Because if you fucking ballin', no matter where you go. Yeah. You fucking Make it to the pros from anywhere.
2: Don't be real though. Like yo, I was supposed to go to West Virginia. Like that's probably the whitest of whitest schools, right? Because there's nothing out there but goddamn snow and mountains. Yeah. Like I went out there to visit, and the and the the frat boys rolling kegs down the damn hills, and hoping they could hit a car, see how far they can get, and betting how far they can get without hitting a car. And yeah, what the hell? And that was black people. We'd be in jail by three o'clock. Yeah. Right. Be real. However, I'm gonna tell you the dynamic was different, man. I, I I did not like. West Virginia's atmosphere—it seemed so lifeless, and that might be for some people. Not not, not any mountaineers out there. Don't fight me. You know, do well, what you do.
0: You were in West Virginia. It Go. was,
2: and, and you couldn't you couldn't find a barbershop for thirty minutes. Not one of not one of the not one for uh, people with coarse hair. It's a lot of trees. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of trees and a lot of very interesting people. So when I got down to Grambling, it was it outside of the track team. No, Grambling was home. Because my professors were fucking awesome. What was your major? I was in psychology. Oh, okay.
0: yeah.
2: My professors are awesome, man. As a matter of fact, I had one of the first black professors to ever graduate from Harvard. Mm. He taught statistics. He was hard as shit on us. But, man, I respected him for it. Yeah. One of my other professors was like on the psychology board, um, Dr. Duhan. I'll never forget her, man. And then uh, one of my other professors, man, worked directly with B.F. Skinner. He's uh, doing behavioral behavioral manipulation and behavioral uh, uh, psychology. Uh, Dr. Ray Foster, man. But I tell you them guys, he, he, was, he left John Hopkins University to come to Grambling. I'm sitting there like, damn, y'all are awesome. I went to school for them, and I turned my entire academic life around because I was averaging a 2.0 grade point average in high school. I had like a 2.1. I had like 1.5 my first year in college because of them. I got. I ended up with like a three point three five because they 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 taught me something. They showed me something a little bit different. I was like, man, I really like this. I can study this shit about yeah. people, and they made me want to learn. So outside of you know everything, and again, that track team that wasn't horrible. It just was a different atmosphere for me. It was tough, you know. But because I had my professors, though, that's what really kind of got me through. You know, it was tough though.
1: Because so you, you graduated from there.
2: I did graduate. Because I
1: was... Uh, yeah, you was gone. I was on the short bus. I, you you, you and
2: at, at, at Kareem. Uh, a, other Kareem.
1: A lot of people that I came with had ended up transferring. Or no, I won't say I came with. A lot of people that I used to hang with. Because I didn't really hang with most of the track team. I would hang with a couple of people from the track team. But I used to hang with people that was into the bullshit. Uh, yeah. So... But that's for my episode. But yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> so um, so I was gonna ask you, like, what was the status of, like, what was the the temperature of, like, the team once I was gone? Because I did not keep up.
2: I don't think it changed. Really? Honestly, I think it got worse. Man, yeah. I don't. I, it really felt like we was a bunch of individuals out there just competing. And I get it; it's a business at some point, but that's you know, I think that we we could have bonded a lot better. I think we instead of comparing, you know, we could have supported each other. Mm. At least that's what I was looking for. Now, granted, I kept getting hurt, and I I don't think I was a team player at that point. I was unwilling to go to town for that team because of the way that I felt and the way that I was treated. And I'm just like, why am I going to put my body on the line for people who talk so bad about me and treat me so bad but smile in my face? And they thought that I didn't know. Now, dude, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't toot my own horn, but, dude, I'm a really smart dude. And I read body language like a motherfucker. I read that shit like a book. And I know when people are smiling at my face and they really don't like me. But I'm a very cordial person, and I'll let you get by. I'll just let you keep on going because I believe in not judging people where they are. Right? I just, I just pray for you. But for me to want to put my body on the line for those jokers, nah, man. Nah.
1: you like let me finish this. I'm going through the motions at this point. I
2: was, and I kept getting injured too, man. You know, I was trying to get my body together to, to compete, and and I'm be real with you. It's the craziest part, man. When you said when you left, and we had a we had a teammate, uh, and he ran sprints with me, and I had my confidence was kind of shot at the time, and so the, we were running on the relay. And the coach said, you better not let him get his confidence back because if he does, he's going to be a threat to you. He told the other athlete that. (laughs) And I found out about it, man. How am I supposed to trust a coach like that, man? Like, bro, you can't say that. So I think at that point, man, I don't know. It was just like that.
1: Man, real quick, um, we lost a teammate um, years after. Bro, one of our teammates ended up getting murdered. Down in Houston, and when I tell you that shit, out of everybody on the team, if anybody on the team you'd have heard got murdered, it probably been me. <laughs> now I ain't going just based off of the shit I used to be into. So to hear that TT got murdered, I was like, "What?" Yeah, bro, have you seen? They have an episode. It's a on series. First forty eight. It's a whole nother show. Oh, is it? I have to send you the link. I had rented it. You got to rent it's like 3 bucks. And they got a, this is like a little documentary style. You know how they mm-hmm. do them ID channel shows. He got mad. he got murdered by a woman because he was juggling bitches. And this was the last person that I would I'm like TT I was proud. I was like TT has some hoes. Oh. What? <laughs> I was I was in the bed like <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I thought it was—I thought it was a dude that was jealous. It was a woman.
1: It was a woman.
2: Oh God.
1: It was a woman that took him out. So we head.
2: called him T because his line name from the track track fraternity was Turntables.
1: Because he studied. He's a
2: stutter. He used to be like So we started calling him T T. But bro, bro, yeah, that makes the story
0: even better. That he yeah, now I get it.
1: But bro used to T T. He he Hell was yeah. one of man. He was and rest in peace to the brother man. He was one of the most genuine people, bro. Like if we didn't feel any camaraderie from the team, that was the one person who would cheer for you. I don't give a damn if if don't nobody come watch your race. You can be Mm-mm. running thirty fucking laps. Tt gonna bring his ass down and you would hear that motherfucker every time you ran by. <laughs> oh man. rest in peace is a brother, man. So I there ain't I, shit for that I, dog. Boy, you know I gotta get that joke
2: in, man. I'm coming No, I'm gonna tell you though, man, man. I got a story about TT, man. You I don't know if you remember McNeese State University. Yeah. So play all the bad holes, of course I remember. McNeese so State. McNeese has me. this track on it. It's an indoor track and on the inside is a wall. Now you, now, you you run to the inside on this, right? Lane one is closest to the wall, and lane four and five, I think it's five, are out further out, way away from the regular wall, right? T.T. is running on our relay. Now, I've put us in first place and gave the goddamn baton to T.T. T.T.'s supposed to bring us home. <laughs> and all you hear, this he had a sound back in trap days called whoop 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 and go whoop whoop like when you getting somebody walked getting down. Somebody getting Somebody about to get you. TT running for his goddamn leg, right? He running. This motherfucker looked to the inside wall like somebody was gonna pass him this way. The nigga went you right past him on the outside. <laughs> What's that? TT. He on the other side,
1: <laughs> bro. Our man Our brother We could Well Them damn T5T days He used to come out there And be trying to Cause like the older people That was already a part of it Would do like the hazing And all they come out And be trying to chastise us And shit And we Then T.T. breath Used to be so bad bro oh, Like man. We would never take breath serious This used to be so funny man Damn bro Yeah beat. man I was, you know, to hear he was a football coach down in Texas, and like to hear so many people speak so highly of him and stuff yeah. that 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 made that made me happy.
2: He had a he had a big heart.
1: Yeah, well, yeah.
2: without a doubt, a one hundred percent big heart man. He would give you the shirt off his back, and and, uh, and I felt bad that that happened, and we lost a couple other teammates too, man. Really? Yeah, man, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you remember Womack, man. Oh,
1: I forgot about Big Wo. Yeah, He had man. a heart attack, right? Yeah, man,
2: Big whoa Big whoa was supposed to go play for the 49ers. Yeah, oh, and yeah. he. Ended up, I think he had a, a child or something, so he chose to stay back and take care of his family. And I don't know if you remember Juan, uh, Kawan Barnett, man. Mm-mm, he used to be with GE, he, you know, he used to be a groove, G5G groove, big dude, man, light skin eyes. But like, he used to hang with me and, and Joe and them, man. And, but, um, yeah, he 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 just passed last year.
1: Oh, shit. so yeah, man, yeah, that's that's the, that's the part of getting old. I remember. Man, big woe used to come out there and hit us with that damn. But they powder.
0: don't they don't tell you how many people you know will die as you get older. Like it part. becomes a lot of people that just keep dying. Bruh. You know what's happening. <laughs> and you eerie? have to deal with it.
1: Your world gets smaller. Yeah. The longer it you does. live. And it so does. it's like And
0: then you don't want living people in it anymore either. So it's just these people you knew are gone and then no more new people.
1: It's kinda of like the, the, the high cost of living longer. Yeah. It's like the longer you live, you gotta realize like Yeah, yeah some yeah. of that. my mama told me though, she said, Well, when you turn forty, a lot of people that you know gonna start checking out this thing. Yeah. And I'd be damned if you wasn't right.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: For real, yeah, big whoa, big boy. He used to strike fear in my heart, boy. That joke used to come out there with that paddle, boy. Yeah. I remember Ruben used to be like, "Oh boy, it's like whoa I <laughs> here, so boy." I used to get us in trouble. Remember <laughs> the Narvin shit?
2: Oh my god!
1: One of our one of the the best distance runner on the team was from like
2: what was Mark Florida? It, now, no, so he was he was Northern he, was, was,
1: he from, was Caribbean, wasn't he? Narvin is from tri- maybe from. Trinidad and Tobago. I know he maybe? lived in Florida now. Yeah, he's somewhere, but he had a long ponytail, right? He should look like one of them R&B singers from like the <laughs> 90s. If John B. was Caribbean or like one of them R&B singers. But, and I say, uh, one night we was online. This was the corniest, hackiest joke ever. His last name was Bihari, right? And I said one night, we was quiet. I was like, hey, Narvin. He was like, what's up? I was like, you should shave so you won't be so hoary. And everybody <laughs> fell out laughing. Well, we got our ass whooped. <laughs> well, we, well, we got that night. Nice. And I remember everybody just like, nigga, shut up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fine, you always got us in trouble, man. Hey, but it was fun. Yeah. It was damn fun. Yeah.
1: So you left, you graduate. What was after Gremlin? Because I was in Val Austin. I think we had reconnected. Be a Facebook and all that of course. Mm-hmm. But I was still did you come back to did you come to Atlanta or so
2: what was I came straight to Georgia, man. Okay. Um and I, I had been here since for phew.
1: When did the kids come in? We we didn't miss the the kids
2: being so born. We um we ended up getting married in, in two thousand three, like right after we graduated, I think it was two thousand four, excuse me, and something like that. And then my son was born in two thousand five. So it was like Oh know. wow. Yeah. And um, my daughter was born in 2010. I was like, honeymoon, baby, baby. I mean, essentially, it <laughs> went like that. Because so remember, I was like, that's this is when I was heavy in the church. So I was like two and a half years celibate. I'm
0: yeah. not going to yeah. lie. I did not know you were in the church before you came on.
2: No, I'm not anymore. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will, I will say that. I have my, um, I'm not as heavy. So yeah. you're just dabbling in Jesus. I, <laughs> like, what you, what Jesus. you see? You seeing
0: me now, huh. Christmas Mother Day Easter? <laughs> no, i just not seeing me, <laughs> man. We, we, no, like, we, cause
2: I'm just trying to, so you oh, you weird. go to church. I, well, I don't go anymore. I mean, I haven't gone in, in well, no, I went a couple of times Kyle, last year. where are you,
0: year. you at with God? I, I don't know. Is I, he in I, your I texted heart? him the
2: other day. He was like, new phone, who this? <laughs> that's about where I am. <laughs> that's how I feel. where to go?
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) last time I went to church, boy, I wore some flammable clothes. I'll just say
2: that. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't. I don't really. I'm a spiritual person. Was Was there a reason you left the church? I'm just curious. Was it a yeah? um, uh, 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 Yeah, no, no. I was one of them. Um, I mean, be honest with you. Let's let's just be real about it. Like, please do. I I was heavy into the church until about 2009 ish, and then. Them goddamn work wives, right? Um, I started just doing stuff I knew I shouldn't have been doing. You know what I mean? Just be real, be honest, be transparent. I was still married at this point. Okay, yeah. So um, I got divorced in 2012. You know, put that together, obviously, right? Um, But again, just doing. Doing the wrong things, man. And you you know you, you know you're sinning. not supposed to be doing. No, I was just making bad decisions, <laughs> and that's, that's just on me. And I, I take you know, I, mean, <laughs> I take full accountability for. It and I'm not I'm not hiding it. I, I will tell you straight up. This is why I don't judge people, man. You love people where they are. So at that point, and then like at 2012, I guess you know people just. I tried to come back and just was like, man, let me just try to figure this thing out. Let me let me see what's what, and I got treated so horribly. Yeah. By by the people. Who knew what happened so instead of love i got uh persecution and judgment and you know cutting eyes you so know you what had I mean? to
0: feel a little bit what the pastor was talking about
2: yeah <laughs> yeah I'm I'm, I'm I'm feeling like i'm not wanted and instead of somebody you know making the horrible choices and coming back and going man let me fix my stuff i was treated like a leper And so at that point, I'll just bounce.
0: Yeah, I've I've noticed that as an observation as a human being that has lived for 35 years and gone to quite a few churches, I would say that churches are one of the most highly toxic places with miserable people. that you. Jesus didn't even like the church. I don't know if y'all know this or not. Jesus wasn't about no church. (laughs) So all of them are sinning. So, <laughs> so I'm glad you got out and you broke free from the church.
2: Yeah, I did. And I'll tell you, you know what? I ain't got nothing against people who go to church on a Christmas day. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that you just be where you are, right? And whatever you feel like you want to believe in, go with that, right? Okay. Um, and, and you shouldn't judge people for their, for their decisions on what they should believe in. But as simple as that, right? Because mm-hmm. if you literally look at the history of everything, and I remember going to go into a lot of religion right there, it all connects somewhere. You know, it's all bred from a, a couple of, about four different reference points. And if you just go through the history of it, you know, it's it, it repeats itself throughout various eras. And I've always had questions about it, like, yo, what happened to the people before Jesus? Where'd Bro. they go? Right? How away. come Adam and Eve have a belly button?
0: <laughs> right? <That's-> Re- Revelations <laughs> is some craziness, well, and- too. Revelations is wild. But there's a lot
2: of Sure, a lot it was of a, a snake.
1: It wasn't a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: there's a lot of script missing. You yeah. know, people don't even realize that. But if you do enough studying, you'll find some some interesting. I mean, the stuff.
0: Gnostics were they? Yeah. I, I tend to agree with them more than more than the mainstream. Like, I mean, this prosperity gospel.
2: Yeah, you you know what I you know what I don't like this What's that? Def- defeat singing. the The feet singing what was that you know like when you over oh goodness the woe is me oh God come save me I ain't nothing I'm dirt I'm this and that that I'm just oh God stop it like get off your butt and go take care like I got the saying right like have faith in God but lock your car Right, that's
1: hilarious. (laughs) You can't think about it, right? That's t-shirt.
2: Yeah, it is. That's not mine. I stole that from somebody else. I don't even know who said it, but I I, I, I go by. I keep saying it, right? It's like, yo, you can have faith, but yo, get off your butt and go do what you were asked to do. You don't tell your, you don't expect to do anything, everything for your kids, right? So if we are just these beings, and I don't know what we are, I still have questions about that. Like, what the hell are we? Try to explain what we are. Uh, if, we, if you were to have a child, you don't anticipate that you'll do everything for your child. You tell tell your child to do something. You expect them to fucking do it, don't you? What? So why, if we are children in this faith, right, and we were told to do something, why do we sit back and go, oh, I'm going to sit back and let God do it? That's not what he told you to do. He told you to get off your butt and do it. Right. And there's too many Christians walking around with that defeated mentality like, My father, my mother, my ancestors, everybody, go and do it for me, and I don't have to do nothing. I ain't got no skin in this game. That does not make sense if you look at the way the world is made.
0: That's that's a church that feeds off of broken people and takes their money, typically.
2: But that's not this. Ain't there a whole bunch of them? It is. Which is why the the scriptures were used to enslave people. Absolutely right. Yeah, you think about that, and so and you. And then I'll, I'll get in, I'm probably going to get into trouble with somebody. Don't send me no email. Uh, if you try to take Jesus away from black people, boy, you're going to get into a fight.
1: What? I'm talking about you're going to get into a major brawl. And here go the thing. A lot of them just, their argument is kind of like the Jordan argument. All they can do is tell you about the rings. They don't tell you about nothing else. they just like, what he got? but he got? But he. It's like, bro. Okay, when you praying, it's a pep talk. Faith without works is dead. So if you believe you can do something, if you don't ever go get off your ass to go do it, uh, what are you? What, what are we doing here, mm-hmm. bro? I dated a girl who graduated from the ITC Seminary, whatever. I was almost—if I would have married her and she would have went forward, I would have been the first man of a church, essentially. And she, you imagine that? I would. I a, cannot. I'd have been a heathen. <laughs> I'd have been a heathen. Pastor I, I the <laughs> But check this out. Pastors, <laughs> uh, pastor smell like that thing, well, Pastor, <laughs> pastor <laughs> This is Pastor Troy. Hey, she didn't even believe in that shit. She was mm. like, if people knew what they were singing when they sang Amazing Grace, oh, yeah. she was like, Do you know what you're saying? She used to get into arguments like with my, I got an aunt that's a Jesus freak. I'm talking about you to think. Jesus, she gave Jesus some head at the prom. But <laughs> she, she she didn't sit at the table with my aunt, bro. Like, yeah. and my aunt didn't really have an argument. It's just it was the, but he got six rings. That's all. Mm-hmm. But he's the most high. He's the creator. But my 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 ex would be like, but show me where. Yeah. And I used to be like, who's to say the person in the Bible was written by a man? He could have been fornicating right before he made the Bible. Could have been. He could have stopped. He could have been a homosexual and and stop writing a commandment to say thou should not do this. Keep going, man. That felt good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs>
2: bro, like, who's to
1: say? All this shit is man-made. Yeah. Believe, do right by people get off your ass. <laughs> like that's the message. If yeah. I was a preacher, that'd be every Sunday. You come to church, we go going to pass the collection plate. And the message is going to be, was you a good motherfucker this week? <laughs> Get off your ass can and you, make something happen. Can, you, you, next can you imagine
2: Sunday. that on the billboard outside? <laughs> the message this week, was you a good motherfucker?
0: <laughs> no, I love that dude from a uh, public access TV do y'all remember that? Have y'all seen the videos of that dude? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was like, if you don't believe in Jesus, you a bitch. <laughs> yes. fuck, Yo. sin, fuck that motherfucker. And it's like, I would love church when I was a kid if that would have been the pastor. Yeah. Like, if my pastor would have talked like stone cold.
2: bro, That would have. <laughs> what?
0: I would have loved. i still be going to church today. Yeah. Yeah. I, all cur- Pastor
1: should talk like Kirby Smart Like all Sunday speeches <laughs> Should sound like the pre-national championship speech
2: Go just, fuck them boys yeah. up You get out there you see And you demons? top
1: your ass off
0: You see them demons You see them obstacles Oh not today not Satan today. Fuck that motherfucker you want to crush his head in you, He's around every goddamn corner
2: You whoop Satan's ass You been training all day and all night Slinging holy water You fuck that motherfucker <laughs> That's how we should look at Satan. <laughs> we're
0: going knock his bitch down. We're going knock yeah. his bitch ass down. And we're going keep hitting that bitch. And we're going Man, Kirby is good in the locker room. Kirby got uh, what me wanting to play
1: football. Man, uh, so what man. a
0: great spiritual talk, bro!
1: Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> bro, this is hilarious, bro. They uh, go, hey, but my grandmother, bless the dead, she would be like, You need to take that episode down,
2: right? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna throw something out there that controversy. And I'm pretty sure people are like, Oh my goodness, and I'm not knocking anybody who is hey, into the church who you believes do? in Jesus. And you know, I, I believe that Jesus did walk. Let me let more. me start there, right? Let me you know there. there's a lot of lot of texts that confirm things like that. I don't get into all those things. I think you should just, you know, like you're saying, you really should be a good person and and whatever that means to you, you should listen to your heart. You should be spiritual. You there's a lot of things that I think we know intuitively. I don't necessarily think we need to have to have people always kind of hammering it down on you. Right. Yeah. People typically know what feels right and what feels wrong. Now, there's their guidance and mentorship. Yeah, could it help you get through some tough times? Absolutely. Right. But I don't. I don't necessarily think that. That's the. It's like a roadmap. It's, it's a guideline, also. Yeah. But it's, I, I get a little concerned when they say, "Hey, this is the only way to do things," right? And I, I don't want to get into a whole lot of religion, right? It's just, it gets tough oh, for me in it now. to go. We just
0: yelled at Satan for five minutes. His Kirby Spark. We did. <laughs> You're in it.
2: <laughs> it, it, gets, it, gets It gets a little tough for me. And, and I, do, I do like to attend every now and then. Um, but it, it gets a little tough for me sometimes. You know, just being, yeah. real, just being transparent, right? Well, because sometimes yeah. I feel like you can, you can have conversations you don't necessarily need to be in four walls. Right no. the church the church is is really anywhere you want to
1: manifest
0: it
2: is, is wherever it's
0: supposed to be. You are the church. Right. That's oh. what Jesus said. Not this building with people in it to pass money around. You that's like a cesspool. You but, just, if, you come but in. if you as an individual have that power, then there ain't no money going around.
1: You come into a place. With 300 people who've been sinning like a motherfucker all weekend. And y'all think y'all supposed to get clean together. You know how much sin? You you better off at a crack house. You are better off at a crack house talking about, this is my problem.
0: <laughs> and then you want to walk around touching people. Shit people.
1: Yeah, Now you got to transfer your cheat ass energy over here. <laughs> now the you hold a neighbor hand on the left. You motherfucker. He, he been, uh, ga- he didn't gamble all the, he been uh, blaspheming all weekend. He been doing this shit, yeah. and then I feel like the Ten Commandments are made to be bent. Like they say, you should not covet your neighbor' wife. What if your neighbor wife keep throwing that pussy? <laughs> like shit, that's her fault. Like fuck. <laughs>
2: Neighbor neighbor need to pick a better bitch. Like that should right. be a, that's So yeah, so all right. I got I got I got something for that, right? Because everybody that, you know what is funny is that like man, what if your neighbor finds and say, Miss Parker, Miss Parker, right? I think the biggest thing about the Ten Commandments for me is just really about accountability yeah. for yourself. Absolutely right. It's not necessarily I don't, it's strict law. Maybe it was back then. I, I don't know. You know, I wasn't around when lightning bolts was throwing, you know, coming down and and, and fire, tornadoes, or whatever that was in there, With
1: moths, with moths,
2: goddamn <laughs> horn frogs jumping in your cereal and shit, right? and
1: shit, right? <laughs> Eat your farm. <laughs> right. However, years.
2: <laughs> all of that to be said is, I think it's really about accountability. Can you look at yourself and and hold yourself accountable to a higher standard? Yeah. And that's that's really where it lands. And if you look at any mantra, any religion is really except for, you know, with people who twist this stuff, it's really about holding yourself accountable and living your life to the best ability that you can and making the most of each of your days that you've been given. Cause imagine when you get done and you do if you do have to stand there and go, hey, and that question go, What did you do with wow. the life I gave you? And you go,
1: Man, that porn I'm, hub. That yeah. porn hub god. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was them. Oh, did you not see what I did to the bitches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but think about I, that though. I man. was the best scam, man. You did. Yeah. I, I, I was good at scamming now.
2: <laughs> but it, it hits you kind of deep though, don't it? Like if you do have to go and hold the an account for yourself. And my and my and, my, and my, my my biggest thing is if you if you do, and you might have done wrong, and a lot of people do wrong, but I'm not going to talk about what they did wrong. Did I do my best. Yeah. Right? What did you do? With with what I had and what you with with the talents because everybody has a talent. And that's the odd part, right? Everybody has a talent. But do you are you doing the best that you can with it?
1: My mom used to always tell me that's how you honor God. That is the best way you can honor God by uplifting him, by acknowledging his presence and giving him the glory and just Using your gift that he gave you. That's it. That's your that's your gift to the world. Right. If you are good at bringing the youth together and motivating them to live better lives, do that with your life. That is your purpose. That's what he put you here to do. If you didn't do that, when you get in front of him, if that's how it goes, he going to be like, bruh. Right. You chose to watch Monday Night Football replays when you could have been out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's how it's
2: going to go. In my opinion, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Fucking religion. I, it is what it is, man. And I, I don't. There's a lot of scripts that come along with. It's almost like Westworld. You ever seen it?
1: Uh-uh. People used tell me I would
2: like it. Oh, no, I love Westworld, Westworld right? You remember yeah. how they, they all scripted and they didn't know that they were scripted? Yeah. Sort of like that, right? We kind of walk into his life and it feels kind of scripted. That, maybe that's where deja vu comes. We might be living the same thing. Oh, we're all robots maybe on the inside, right? You
0: sure
1: we're not describing the NFL? Well, well
0: no. It's this, this funny that you bring that up because when I was in in high school, like the big, I was a conspiracy theorist, you would yeah. say. But my conspiracy theory was just the Federal Reserve. It was just a bank. mm uh, it turns out I was right about a lot of it. But now, when you look up stuff about conspiracy theories, it has gone absolutely insane. Mm. Everywhere all over the internet. Like, a conspiracy theory was a bank, and now it's like Tom Hanks eating children and shit. Like, it's gotten come on a whole nother level. Uh, it's like ancient aliens has ruined history... And conspiracy theories and everything for everybody. Right. So it's like you can't even, I don't know, you can't.
1: She's weird, mm-hmm.
0: boy. Yeah. Yo, so it's.
1: You're, um, this switch it up a little bit while I'm remembering. So your kids, <laughs> this, this is what editing for. We're going to edit this. This is, editing, this is what editing for. So your kids both athletes. They are. My daughter don't do shit that involves sweating, bro.
2: Skip the generation.
1: Yeah. So that's why I gotta have another one, I think. <clears throat> if I if I wanna go to some to some games. Mm-hmm. But just from like, you know, keeping up with social media and stuff, they both seem like they pretty good. Yeah. Who the better athlete? Mm. <laughs> I told you. I was like, I'm gonna ask if someone's gonna stump his ass. I told you.
2: Well, well, my daughter plays more sports. Okay. Right now, my son is just running track. He did do football, but he's just he's a track guy now. They're they're both pretty athletic in their own right in the things that they do. But if I had to absolutely one hundred percent choose one as a as an athlete, it's probably my daughter. Right.
1: She gonna finish the tough mother competition.
2: Nah she ain't she ain't getting dirty. My son is is more he he's a very um he's more stem than and athletics, right? So he's got the he's got the um the intellectual side that he has. So he's into like computers and their video games and stuff like that, right? But um but he's also to like, he's got a whole forearm tattoo. Yeah. I got one for his birthday and then he got another one on top of that. So he got a sleeve. I'm Who's like What with these kids? He just turned 18, you know, in, in December. So um as far as him, like he's he's um a little I don't even know if you call him artistic, but he's he's um he he gets into the games and stuff and he's kind of like just an our extreme introvert. But I think that when if he ever just like really went hard at something, if he's like a pit bull on something, it, he'd be hard to stop. It's probably hard. Right? He'd be he'd be hard to stop. So um, but as far as just like Athleticism, you know, my daughter, she's basketball, cheerleading, track, you know, she's just been in multiple sports. She did gymnastics. So, you know, reasonably, if you look at it on paper, she would be the athletic one.
0: So are they both are they both just doing track or are they doing other stuff?
2: No, nah, no. Nah. So my, my I know you
0: said he was in STEM, but I don't really
2: Well, that was back in the day. Now he just tracked, right? So my okay. son is in track now, he's getting ready to graduate his senior year. And um, he, my daughter does basketball and track now. She used to do cheerleading, but now she's basketball and track.
1: Just basketball and track. Hey, calm down, hold that noise down over there, player. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she, your daughter's in what? The ninth grade, eighth grade.
2: No, dude, she in seventh.
1: Seventh grade? Well, I think everybody it's funny when you have kids, because you think everybody else's kids are way older than they are. Right. And everybody think your kid is younger than they are. That's how I go. Is that do you experience that?
2: No, not at all.
1: That's how I do. It's like with me, people <laughs> will go, I'm just playing, man. people will go, how oh, old Kyrie? Was she in about seventh grade now? Eighth grade? I'd
0: be like, Kyrie from graduate. What? Yeah, yeah. I always think of her as eight years old because that's yeah. when I met her.
2: So yeah, right. it was trippy. So I get that with my son though. Unrealistic, uh, my son go, They go, what is he? What is he? Fourteen, fifteen. I'm like, oh, he's he just turned eighteen. He's All about 18. to go. Yeah, he's he's out to college.
1: How is it watching your kids compete
2: in something? It's fun and traumatic. Are you out there?
0: Jump! Let him jump.
2: No, nah. he get okay. No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> they they are on the team. He, he's on his team. He's on his high yeah. school team. And my daughter, she's one of the top. You know, half mileers, uh, mid-distance runners in the country, man. That's what's up. So you know, she's she's been a national. I don't I don't think she's missed a year of going to the national championship since she was seven years old. Oh wow! So you know, you know, she's got it. But I, I think that she can even do a whole lot more. Believe it or not. Yeah. But watching him, I gotta because I coach too, and I gotta go and just tell him, good job.
1: I was I was gonna ask you how do you. Are you dead? Yes. Or are you do you mix the two?
2: It's a balance. Okay. You know what I mean? So it, anytime they just finish competing, especially if they did like horrible, right? I'm dad. You know, I'll go, hey, how you feel? What's happening with you? You need something? Let's just kind of take a break. Right. Well and then later we'll talk about what went what, what went good and what went bad. Right. Right. I never really talk about it's like like don't approach your coach after a bad game, right? You don't want to do that. Because that's gonna not go in well. So with them, I I do my best not to have that conversation right then and there. Just try to find a way to support them and, and keep them encouraged to kind of go and do the next thing. Like have a have a short have a uh, short memory, right? Yeah. Let's go to the next thing. Let's go get it, right? So yeah, it's a balance. When I first started though, bye. When I tell you i have been a way, <laughs> man. Mother, if you don't get your
1: yeah, you, you, know, you didn't know how to.
2: I didn't because I'm so competitive. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with y'all? You know, and I know their mother was like super competitive too. So you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, that's it. That is the beauty of like being able to have a baby with another, with somebody else who's just as athletic and competitive. It's like your kids will naturally get that, even if they don't participate in athletics. See, my daughter don't play sports, but she don't know she'll get that competitive mm-hmm. from us anyway. So regardless of whatever she goes into, it's going to be, you know what I mean.
2: The you know, crazy part is my wife, my present wife now, you know she she was um. She was uh, ran for the University of Miami. Oh, sweet! Oh, yeah. So she's smoking. You know what I mean? She not not smoke smoking, but you know she's smoking. And I think she graduated with, um, or she when she graduated, she was like number four in the country. When she was a sprinter. Yeah, a sprinter man. So yeah. So we now we got a household. We got a household full of kids, and all of them are track athletes.
1: That's funny.
2: Or some kind of sports. Kind of weird, right? And then we, now we got three of them, and then one of them's like she could be a track athlete. She's a she can read really fast, but she's more of a creative. Kind of
1: hey, weird. right? Just Do her, her thing. thing.
2: Yeah. So you you coach in what level now? I'm at the high school. Which one? I'm scared to say, man, because I've been doing all this cussing on this podcast. They' going to fire me.
1: Don't say. <laughs> don't say.
2: Oh, I wasn't aware of that either.
1: <laughs> don't say. Um, so you at a high school? Just what What's your first year, second year?
2: No, nah, this is my. Actually, so experience wise, this is my third year at the school, but I coached high school for a couple of years beforehand, man. And I was a whole man, I if we ever had time, I'd tell you the story about that one day off because, man, the young is yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. The, the short of it was, uh, the summary of our summarized version was I blew the whistle on a on a on a um a predator Ooh. at the school and then they came after me. For my job. Are you sure you weren't at the church? <laughs> no, not, th-
0: not this time. Oh, oh, no. I thought I got the stories confused. Now. Yeah, it
2: was it was wild, man. They came after me for my job and tried to put stuff on me. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? But that's a whole other story. We'll get into that one day.
1: But it was a dude that went to Grambling with us. They got caught up here in Atlanta what? doing doing some of that freaky, deaky, creepy shit. Yeah, but yeah, that's a little <laughs> off, that's an off camera story too. But yeah, man. He, so um, you, what what are you coaching
2: now? I coach track and cross country. Okay. Yeah. We so, p-
0: what's what's your what's your style? Like, how do you? What have you found is your best approach to get to these kids?
2: Yeah. So, uh, we, you got to be a transformational type of person. Well, I
0: just I know you mentioned your professors earlier, so I didn't know if maybe you stole some things from them, you read some books, or you just kind of did what you know you just what felt right with you.
2: Yeah, you all started. of the above, man, and and you 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 fail forward. Right, so I've been doing this thing for a very long time now. And the way we reach these kids is that they they know their love, right? Uh, I I treat my kids like my own. Yeah. You know, it's like I want to make sure that you're taken care of because my track coach in high school was like a father to me. Mine too. You know what I mean? And I, I go to war for him at any given time. He's a great track coach. And so I wanted to be able to give that to the kids that I coached. Because it's not a lot of schools that have that. And that's, it's hard to see. It's like, people, most people are out there just to be out there. And I, I love this sport with every fiber of my being. And so I want my, want the kids out there to be great, create a great culture for them, and help them be whatever they feel like they want to be. And I, I buy into that. I sow into that. I invest in them at all, you know, any chance I get. And that's the way I coach, man. Come hell or high water. I'm going to be out there with those kids. And if you come for my kids, that's your ass. <laughs> so I'm coming for you. As I'm like a parent for them, man. So I'm real, real protective of them.
1: That's what's up, man. I don't think we got no more further questions, Your Honor. We're going to let Mr. Jones go. So he ain't getting turned again.
0: We appreciate you, Kyle.
1: Bro, for real, man. Thanks for stopping by, yeah. bro. It's been. The Trophy Case Podcast Another Trophy Case Podcast